Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Life Makeovers podcast. I'm so glad to have you here. I'm Cindy Whitmer, and I want to tell you about a free workshop I've got coming up called Summer of Change. It's going to be on June 13th at 3 p.m. Central Standard Time, live on Zoom. I'm so excited to have you there with me because I know as a coach, I know that one of the hardest things to do sometimes is make changes. And yet that sometimes is what we most desperately need to do. So I'm going to debunk some of the things that concern you, help you drop some of your blocks to change and get you prepared for a summer of change. So check out the show notes so you can find how to get involved in the event coming up soon. Thanks for being here. So we're talking about change and changes that we all need to make in our lives. And one of the things that I find from women all the time at this age and stage in their lives, well, actually in all seasons of life, I hear women talk about them not being very confident, not very confident in who they are and wanting to feel better and stronger as people. And so I want to tell you a story about a summer I spent many, 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 many moons ago where, you know, I look back on it now and I think, oh my gosh, if I could speak to my younger self now, I would have handled everything so much differently. Okay. So, okay, let's go back to the summer of 1986. Oh, that was a long time ago, people, right? 1986. So I was 19 years old. 19 years old. Oh, my goodness. And I had, you know, done one year of college. And there's several aspects to this. But I had a boyfriend um, at the time. And I, but I took a summer job far from him he was gonna live in Iowa he lived in Iowa and spent his summer in Iowa we were we were both from different places in Iowa and had met at this college we went to in Iowa but anyway so he was spending the summer in Iowa and I was I spent the summer as a, a church youth worker in the state of Washington Okay, in the state of Washington. So I lived in the Spokane area of Washington. And my job was to work with the youth there. So I was to do youth camps and youth events and support the teenagers in the area for the church and, uh, you know, create, uh, you know, fun experiences for them, but also support them spiritually and so forth. And I lived. I was assigned a church family to live with. Okay. So I didn't know these people and they didn't know me, but they were willing to have a, a summer guest and they had a basement uh, bedroom and things. So, you know, for a guest and so forth, but anyway, so, so I flew out there for the summer, you know, said goodbye to my boyfriend, but we were staying in our relationship, quote unquote, staying in our relationship. And uh, I moved out there and moved in with this family and so forth. And it was a, a mother and a father and two sisters. And the one sister, I believe it just graduated from high school, if I remember right. And the other sister was like 
a freshman in high school, maybe right in there. So, and then there was me, 19 year old me, the youth worker. So, uh, so I got out there, nice people got moved into the basement, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, got into a, a schedule and so forth. And soon realized that the mother was going to leave the home for like, I believe she was gone for six weeks or something. She was going to be gone for most of the summer. And I believe she went to Mexico, if I remember right. And I can't remember why. I, I forget what was going on. But anyway, she, she, the point is she was gone. So then it was just the father and the daughters and I. And things, well, you know, she was around those some. That must have, she must have come back before the summer was over. Anyway, so throughout this experience, this summer experience, um, a couple of things went on. And one of them was that I, you know, I, I hung around the house when I wasn't doing youth events and so forth. And I, I did some work from, from the home. And then I would go out and do these events and Bible schools and just different things I was doing in camps and everything. But, but eventually the father got mad at me. And I, I didn't know why he would be getting mad at me, but he got mad at me for not cleaning the whole house, for not cleaning the house and for not cooking meals and for not, you know, doing things like that. Like I was spending for myself and I was cleaning my own area where I lived, of course, but you know, the mother was away. And so I, I didn't know that, that he expected me to participate in all the domestic duties of the house. I, I, he did not communicate that. And I wasn't just stepping up and doing them. I, I didn't think I was there to replace the, the mother. <laughs> I guess those were her duties or whatever, usually. And so he got mad at me about that. So that was a, a tension to, that was a tense situation. And then another thing that came along at the, over the summer was the parents now this the mother was back by then the, the parents found some like beer bottles in their yard like around the back of the house in like one of those like I don't know what you call them but where a basement window is and there's kind of a little not a hole in the ground but just kind of a dip in the ground like a well by the window they found a bunch of beer bottles or cans or something and they accused me of drinking and throwing, you know, and putting those, hiding those things back there. And I, I didn't drink anyway, but I wouldn't have done that anyway. But I, I honestly, I hadn't had a drop of alcohol in my life at that point. And I was like, I didn't do this. Like this wasn't me, but they, they didn't believe me. Like they accused me of it. So, so that was really tense and difficult. And and then one day, uh, when I don't know if it was a Saturday or what, but we, you know, we were in Eastern Spokane and uh, Eastern Washington in the Spokane area. And of course, right east of Spokane is Idaho, but it's just the little, the little narrow uh, north end of Idaho. And then there's Montana. And I'd never been to Montana and I had a car that I had been loaned by some church people um, for the summer to use. And so I, 
I offered, I wanted to go on a little driving trip to Montana to see Western Montana a little bit just for the day and have, have a fun day, just, you know, taking the day off and whatever. And I invited their youngest daughter to go with me. Um, and so she and I were going, they said she could go or whatever. And then we got in the car and then she said, oh, hang on just a second. And she went back in the house and she came back out and she had a hundred dollar bill in her hand. And she said, oh, this is, this is for us, for our trip to Montana. And I said, where did you get that? And she said, well, it's my parents. She said, my parents. And I said, oh, okay, well, all right, let's go. So we went, but I paid for my own lunch and my own, you know, whatever we did. And she used the hundred dollars part of it. I don't know if she used part of it, all of it. I don't know what she did with it, but I paid for my own stuff, which wasn't much. I mean, honestly, we just went over there to see it kind of thing. And so then we got back and so forth. Well, anyway, the summer was getting close to being over and the mother got just uh, really upset with me. And she said, you know, you didn't help out around the house and got mad at him when he told you you should be helping out around the house. You drank and, you know, in our backyard. And she said, and then we financed your trip to Montana and you didn't even ask us. And, and I was like, whoa, 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 wait. I said, wait, 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 wait. Hold every, I said, you did not finance my trip to Montana. You financed your daughter's trip to Montana. I said, I paid things with my own money. And she said, you gave that to her. So I think the young daughter was lying all summer, um, you know, about things. I mean, I can't prove it. It's hundred million years ago, but I kept, I was misunderstood or treated this way, like for weeks and weeks and weeks when I was out there trying to help church you. And I just thought I would crumble right there. I mean, I was, I was, I was like scared of these people. I was like, you know, begging for them to believe me. I was, and then the other sideshow of all of this was my boyfriend in Iowa and I were talking, you know, some on the phone at night, but this was back in the day when there was long distance phone char charges, no cell phones. And we, you know, it wasn't on my, uh, my, it was on the family's phone bill. So I only could do so much and then pay them, you know, when the bill came and whatever. But so we kept our phone costs down as best we could. Well, you know, I, I thought he was being loyal all summer, but turns out he was having a little sideshow dating in Iowa with someone. And, but I didn't know that. And I trusted him and believed him that he was being honest and truthful and everything. And so anyway, the whole summer was just um, a whole bunch of situations where if I would have been more confident, like I think of myself now as a 56 year old woman, and I think you put me in those situations now, oh my, I would have handled them so differently. Like nobody would have bullied me about housework I wasn't doing that I wasn't even asked to do 
accusing me of stealing money that I didn't steal, uh, accusing me of behavior I wasn't engaging in. I would not have tolerated that. And I would have really confronted them all in a very uh, firm way. Graciously, I hope but also with confidence, with great confidence. And then dealing with the boyfriend too, I would have kicked him to the curb, so to speak, and told him that, fine, you go, you go be with this other gal. And, you know, if that's how you want to treat me, then you don't need to stick around. And that isn't how I handled any of it at all. I wilted like a flower, uh, more like would be what is fair to say. And so why am I sharing this? I'm sharing this because a lot of you have told me that you want to be more confident in your lives. And I know some of you, you know, you're either dealing with, you need to have a, an honest conversation in some of your relationships, or you need to confront somebody at work or, or have a heart to heart with your boss or your customers or your, um, you know, you're not uh, facing some of the situations in your family because you just don't feel confident enough to do it, or you're not asking for the raise or what you're worth in your business, or you're, you know, you're doing other things, or you're not even trying for the new job because you don't have the confidence to do the interviews. I mean, there's a whole laundry list of things that you would do differently if you felt more confident. And so, I'd love to see you build that confidence and not be like I was as the 19 year old. And honestly, I mean, my confidence didn't build quickly at all and so forth. But I just, I want you to, uh, to be more bold in your life and less concerned about what others think, less scared of what could come if you were more honest in your life about what you really needed, about what you really wanted, about what you really thought was important, and really give yourself a chance to live from that space of holding yourself with high, high regard and not letting others treat you like you are the less than because you absolutely are not. So that's one of the biggest changes. I am on a mission to help people change is their level of confidence and regard they hold for themselves. And so keep your eyes and ears open because I'm calling this the summer of change. And I have a group coaching program that I will be launching very, very soon. And we are going to deal with these very things. I'm going to help you build your confidence. I'm going to help you deal with those situations that are uncomfortable, that are you're not sure about, that you know you know you need to handle, but you just don't know how. We're going to take care of all of that in our summer of change group coaching experience. So keep your eyes and ears peeled. And I will talk to you again soon. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening. And remember, I have the Summer of Change free workshop coming up on June 13th. So check out the show notes below to register and join me live there. See you soon. Have a great day.